0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start
1: your confidence journey today with Byte. Awakening this morning, there was something at work in my soul which I did not understand. The 48 days of my life appeared to me as a dream. I sometimes doubted if indeed it were all true, for it never presented itself to my mind with the force of reality. Then vivid flashes of lightning dazzled my eyes, illuminating the dawn, appearing as a vast sheet of fire. Then, for an instant, everything was pitch dark. And then, a brilliant flash It's alive! (laughs) Welcome to the Steelers Outpost Podcast, a proud member of the Armchair All-Americans Network. It's September 13th, 2020. This is Tom coming to you from Sawdust Studios in the Washington, D.C. Outpost. Nick joins me from the Houston Outpost. And I will admit and throw myself upon the mercy of the court that that opening was a mashup and a bastardization of quotes from Mary Shelley's famous novel (laughs) Frankenstein. But it expressed my joy at having made it to the starting line of the NFL season for tomorrow... Monday, September 14th at 7.10 Eastern Time. The Steelers will play the New York Giants in MetLife Stadium. I was just telling you before we started the podcast that um,
0: I had Red Zone on, on NFL Sunday ticket, you know, starting at 12 p.m. Central Time. I'm over here in the Central Time Zone, right? All the games are going on. It was like, it felt like... uh, how how can I put this an ecstatically enjoyable waterboarding of entertainment with all the NFL action washing over me pretty much every game except for one or two came down to the wire there was a lot of scoring um, and some of the star players were showing out and I just can't believe NFL is back and I think that this might be the season that we're most excited for around America and the globe due to just the tension we've had from the COVID-19 year, the lack of entertainment, uh, you know, as opposed to what we are used to as uh, entertainment-craving Americans, right? So that alone is going to make this a bigger deal. But then on top of that, there's no preseason games. So it feels like a year since we've seen football, and then, boom, rushes right into it. You get to see all the star players, and the games count. So... It was an amazing feeling watching these games, and uh, we're still keeping an eye on some of the other ones, and I you know, I can't express how it's going to feel to see Ben Roethlisberger play for the first time in what feels
1: like two years. And we really should be focused on what is ours and the joy that is ours, but this show is never above shot and foil. Does it give you any joy to know that Tom Brady is 6 for 8, 60 yards and an interception, while Drew Brees is 10 for 13, 65 yards and a touchdown? gives
0: me tremendous joy. That will always give me joy. It gives me tremendous joy that the Browns got ran out of the building in the most extreme way possible. It gives me joy that Aaron Rodgers has returned to Aaron Rodgers' form gone is the conservative uh, subdued version of Rodgers that we saw last year and back is the gunslinging touchdown throwing monster of football you know f- he had at least four touchdowns 300 something yards a bunch of long bombs a bunch of plays in the red zone where he was extending plays and then zipping missiles into tiny windows and the corners of the end zone for touchdowns. And I just couldn't help but feel that there's another veteran gunslinger who who has a lot of those same traits, who's going to be doing something like that hopefully tomorrow night at MetLife Stadium. And we, of course, are talking about the greatest athlete to ever grace God's green earth, Ben Roethlisberger. But, uh, yeah, some schock and Freud helps. I think, um, you know, we mentioned uh, Chris Sims a lot on the podcast. We mentioned Alex Kazor, a lot of the great other uh, coverers of the game that we admire and that, you know, uh, make some good points. I I had been thinking about this idea for a while, but Chris Sims is the one who put it into uh, words in a way that I think best sums up the idea, which is with this odd COVID uh, tainted preseason, he's putting a lot of faith into the proven commodities. He was saying, you know, the teams that were great last year with the least amount of turnover are going to have a leg up, on the teams who have new formulas, maybe new players, new coaches, uh, because they didn't get to work out some of those kinks in the preseason. And so far, that has played to be absolutely true. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs look like they just played a playoff game, you know, two weeks ago, except for they're fully healthy. The Ravens absolutely ran the Browns out of the gym. I'm not, uh, what's the score of the uh, 49ers game right now? I mean, I know it was 10-7 to 7 when I last checked. but still 10 to 7 so i guess they're yeah. they're starting a little bit slowly but for the most part a lot of the teams with a little turnover have really established themselves and hopefully the steelers will uh, be able to continue that trend now obviously ben coming back that's a big you know it's a big change from what they saw last year but clearly he's been here forever whereas the giants have some talent, uh, like every NFL team does, but they have a lot of turnover. They have a new you know, offensive scheme, defensive scheme, head coach, so on and so forth. So, you know, it's, it's given me a little confidence from the uh, Steelers' perspective to see a lot of these teams continue, you know, rolling off of what they were able to do last year. That bodes well for the Steelers tomorrow, I think.
1: Hey, before we get into details of the game, I just want to ask you a question. What do you consider generational wealth? Generational wealth. Hmm. I don't know what I would consider generational wealth. Have you heard the term?
0: I have. Are you talking about like get, making such a big payday that it changes your, your children's destiny and so on and so forth? I think it's a larger number than people realize, and I guess it does depend on how you live your life. If you know NFL players, I don't think they make as much money compared to other entertainers as people tend to think they do. And if you buy a mansion... Uh, your overhead's getting screwed up a little bit. So I guess it depends on how much you spend.
1: Well, this is just an interesting factoid. We were celebrating Cam Hayward's new contract. He'll double his career earnings up to $131 million. And you know that that makes him the second highest paid stealer in team history. I know when it comes to things uh, that have to do with money, we're always going to be, the highest in history because it's only going to go up. I mean, this, this next right. year aside, maybe some weird thing will happen because of COVID. But generally, it's not like um, on the field records, except when they switch their offense and it's, everybody's just passing. Anyway, sure. the thing that is astounding is that of the $130 million he's going to be paid, he's going to see a little less than half of that. Yeah. You're talking between taxes and agent fees and things like that? You know what? Surprisingly, the agent fees aren't as high as I had thought they were. Ten to twenty percent. No, I think they're like in the neighborhood of three percent. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I guess you got him, but you also taxes.
1: Yeah. And they have to pay taxes in every state they play in. I mean, it's insane. Right. uh, but I would say sixty-five million dollars gets me there, and probably gets you there. And and if you have children. Oh, yeah. At least look at it. one of those kids into private school.
0: That would definitely get us there. And Cam Hayward deserves every penny. I don't we, I don't think we were able to... Did we report on this last year? Yeah, we did. Not last year. Last week. It's been a whirlwind doing some traveling
1: We there. didn't have the details last week. I mean, we had the general details. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have his guaranteed money.
0: Well... Um, You're right. It is crazy. You really do have to look at the NFL contract numbers, and it is about half what you actually get. Uh, So that is crazy. I think a guy like Cam Hayward will turn that into some generational wealth with some wise investments, so on and so forth. I'd bet that he's going to handle his money right. And I'd bet about that on BetOnline.ag because they've got all kinds of prop bets. They got the best lines and overs and unders for the games. Come on, put some money down on the Steelmen. Listen, what are we seven and a half point favorites or something? Six and a half. Five point and favorites? a half right now. Five and a half. We're taking. We're taking that. Steelmen are, are, are going to make that happen. I do think it'll be a little bit of a sloppy game, but damn. <laughs> you can make some money on the steel man you better do it at betonline.ag they also let you bet on all the other major sports and they got casino games poker tournaments so on and so forth so visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus that's betonline.ag
1: your online wagering experts speaking of the devil you and i were talking about this yesterday so we're definitely going to push chips in on the Steelers winning five and a half points. It may be six points, depending on uh, where we are right now. But let's do a prop bet. Who is going to score our first touchdown? I don't think there's w-
0: ever been a more difficult year to make that decision, right? I mean, before you could, it's it's, it's Le'Veon or A.B. <laughs> Pretty good guess there. Maybe Heath. But
1: that's <laughs> 10,001. We could have generational wealth if you win that bet.
0: Right, exactly. But now there's about seven guys. I'm thinking... Okay, if they just are able to, to mash their, the ball down the field, then it's going to be James Conner, but I don't expect the Steelers to be able to do that with this new vamped offensive line. Turns out that David DeCastro will be out, so the Steelers are going to have three new starters at offensive line. I mean, I guess technically two, because Filer started before, but now he's starting at left guard for only the second or third time ever. right? So I'm thinking it's going to be a red zone touchdown to Eric Ebron. That's why I would put my, uh, my bet on for the prop.
1: Okay, I'm still going to go with Conner. But I am going to bet that the first play of the game is going to be a 40-yard bomb to Washington.
0: To Washington.
1: Yeah, All right. I'm just going to well, push shifts in. Because I've, I'm convinced that we're going to just test everybody. And Ben's going to come out. They're going to let him throw a long long pass. Yeah. And I'm, I just think uh, nothing tells me that Washington is going to be displaced by Claypool, although you could see it happening. I'm not— well, Thoroughly confident in that prediction. Why don't you think he would be displaced? You mean not displaced this early or just this at early, all? Right, out of the gate. Yeah, because it's
0: happening. It's it's going down for sure, unless something happens with Claypool. But you're right, maybe this early is uh, Washington's chance to strike, and hey— I mean, that would go a long way. The Steelers have had a history of that. Ben comes back from injury. They like to throw downtown. The Steelers are kind of predictable that way if you watch them enough. But I like it. Uh, So that's a good prop bet. You should make those prop bets at BetOnline.ag while you're at it. Um, So here we are today with a little bit of an express episode. We wanted to get out a little bit of a preview before the Steelmen play the Giants. Uh, Maybe talk a little bit about some of that NFL action. I, you know, touched on some of that earlier. Obviously, the Ravens look exactly like they did last year. They're on a mission. They, were, they did not get caught with their pants down against the Browns. There might actually be an issue with, with Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. I think it's a little bit too early to say that, but it's just so odd to see a guy who has all the tools. I'm not necessarily saying I, I've always been his biggest fan. Of course, he's not you know, Johnny Manziel or something like some people tried to paint him as, but like, he, he's annoying.
1: He's a little annoying. Well, he's screwing up our fantasy team because Beckham had 22 yards, I mean, Baker Mayfield, 21 for 29 for 189 yards, one TD and one interception. I think it's time that Odell comes over to the black
0: and gold. We'll happily take him if he's washed up that way. But it echoes what I was saying earlier about teams with a lot of turnover are going to struggle. This is the Browns' like third different offensive system in three years. They got Kevin Stefanski. I was, frankly, thrilled with that hire because I've watched Kevin Stefanski coach for the Vikings for the past few years, and I'm just... I think his playbook is one page long. He's got zone run to the right, zone run to the left, and then two different bootlegs off of each one of those. I felt like a lot of his success in his success in Minnesota was actually due to Gary Kubiak uh, coming aboard in Minnesota and kind of teaching him the ropes of that zone offense. It's basically like Kyle Sh- if Kyle Shanahan had an infant child, that's the offense they would run. It's like the, the, the baby high school version of what Shanahan does with, with zone running schemes, stretching defenses and using bootlegs and misdirection to his advantage. So that made me happy about that hiring in, uh, in Cleveland, although he's a much better, you know, leader and more experienced coach than what they had in Freddie kitchens. But long story short, I will say, you know, first week is crazy. I mean, the Steelers got smashed in the first week of last year as well. You really can't draw any conclusions. I mean, if the Browns had drawn, you know the Bengals the first week they might have crushed them and and people would have a different opinion of them and they just drew a, a juggernaut in the Ravens so really can't make any conclusions about that but damn uh, that is that is one way to go down early and I guess um, yeah as far as AFC action AFC North action goes yeah that's relevant
1: hey so let's get let's get back to our game the two concerns I guess I'd I'd express about the game. I'm not concerned about him, but obviously Ben's a question mark. Not only yeah. is he coming back after a year off, elbow surgery, but he generally has a slow start out of the gate. But more concerning is the changes on the offensive line. You do yeah. have Filer moving. Okay, not freaking out about that. DeCastro being out, Wisniewski, Stefan Wisniewski taking his place. He's a veteran. He's As he said, he's been on two of the last three Super Bowl teams, so yeah. I'm not super concerned about that. And Zach Banner won the right tackle starting position. No, that doesn't even bother me that much. No, except it's just three new guys in new positions on the on the offensive line, just like the Giants are experiencing. Well, it it's
0: you know kind of goes hand in hand of what we said about teams that are making a lot of changes right now, and those ones were not voluntary changes by the Steelers. I think the defense is going to be ready to play. Those three injuries on the Uh, Giants offensive line that you just mentioned, that's significant. I'll get to that in a second, but you're right. I'm not worried about any of those guys as starters. Zniewski, perfect. Banner, I think think he's ready to go. And uh, obviously, Filer, we can trust him at guard, obviously, but it's just the fact that it's new and you didn't get a dress rehearsal. So that's why I think the Steelers are just so much more talented than the Giants, the Steelers have way more difference makers, especially when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. And the Giants are really hurting in the secondary. I mean, they just—they just, they did just pick up Logan Ryan from the Tennessee Titans, originally from the New England Patriots, of course. He'll, I think he's starting at slot corner. That's usually his position. But uh, he's a name guy. He's, I'm not saying he's a shutdown guy. Other than that. Yeah, it's just good. They just don't have a lot of ammo. I mean, you guys watched the Steelers teams with Antoine Blake and Ross Cockrell and those guys. I mean, it's brutal if you're in the NFL and you don't have enough talent in the secondary. So I just don't think that the Giants have enough talent to compete with the Steelers. But there's just so many moving parts on that Steelers offense, including Ben coming back for the first time in a long time. And he's not coming back to A, B, Juju and Martavis and Heath, you know, guys that he's played with a lot. He's coming back to Juju which is great. He has good chemistry with Juju. But other than that, he hasn't really developed a lot of chemistry yet with Deontay Johnson. Now, I'm not... Or Washington, right? Or Ebron. Or Claypool. And by the way, I'm not saying that uh, it's impossible for him to come out there and, and play really well with these guys. Of, of course that could happen. But if we judge it, especially off of what's happened in these other games, uh, you know, it's, it's just a question mark. That's what it is. I'm not... Worried about it. I just think that if the Steelers weren't playing the Giants maybe four weeks from now, when they had a the chance to kind of get the rhythm together, the Steelers might run the Giants out of the building. But the game might be a little bit closer just because of those
1: changes. Yeah, so the um, Giants were actually starting three new guys. Like I said, Andrew Thomas, just get to my notes. He's a uh, first round pick, the first one and first offensive line pick. Since 1974. I don't know whether that's relevant. I found that interesting, though. But he's got that's to hold it. You know, highly touted guy, obviously, but he's got to hold his own against Bud Dupree. Yeah. And it feels like, and, and when I combine that with the fact that Daniel Jones had 18 fumbles last year and lost 11, 11 of them, yeah. it makes you salivate a little bit. It's, ha- it's happening. I mean, I, my prediction is, is
0: legitimate. I think that the Steelers are going to get five sacks on, on Monday night. That's, I, and I would take that bet in a heartbeat. And that's a lot of sacks to predict. Almost sounds like a homer here, right? But you have a very in, in, inexperienced offensive line, uh, an offensive line that did not do a good job at all last year. You got a quarterback and Daniel... Uh, Jones who has exceeded everybody's uh, predictions on him, including my own in terms of his athleticism and his willingness to push the ball down the field and his playmaking ability. So that will be a problem for the Steelers. Like their receivers are a little bit better than you think. Obviously we know Evan Ingram's a good tight end. Sterling Shepard has kind of been up and down in his NFL career. They got Slayton in there. They got a couple of different guys, Golden Tate's 45, but he doesn't worry me a ton, but he's a good player uh, so they have some guys and some plays will be made. But but you have Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, and freaking Stephon Tewitt is back. And we know every week one, he has five sacks in the first game every year. They're just not going to be able to hold off that onslaught, especially with Vince Williams and Devin Bush blitzing. Mike Hilton, you know, he's going to blitz 18 times and we're going to telegraph it every time. Silver bullet. The silver bullet. There he goes. There. It's just too big of a mismatch. They're going to have to throw little short, quick hitters. They're going to have to find ways to get Saquon uh, Barkley the ball in space because it's only a matter of time. And if the Steelers get up, it's lights out. They just cannot hold off that onslaught. The the talent disparity is too great uh, for the Steelers. And TJ Watt is one of those guys, like the elite edge rushers, where he doesn't just get to the quarterback. He takes the ball away when he gets there. So I think they will get a turnover off of Daniel Jones. He has to be better than 18 fumbles this year, right? It's all anybody's talked about in the offseason. It's probably why he didn't win Rookie of the Year last year. Just those turnovers were so big. But as far as all the great quarterbacks, or all the rookie quarterbacks, and really all the young quarterbacks, I'm um, not to take that back. Lamar Jackson's young quarterback, right? But out of all those guys, he made the most plays. And you know how I feel about Kyler Murray. We waxed poetically about him last year when the Steelers played against them, and Steelers fans got to see what that guy could do, even though he had nothing around him. But Daniel Jones will throw the ball downfield. So they have some playmakers as far as that goes, but, man, it's, it's going to be tough sledding for them, especially against TJ and those guys.
1: Well, he's going to have a hard time keeping his jersey clean.
0: Yes, Daniel Jones will. And the good thing for you guys out there is you're not going to have any trouble keeping your nether regions clean because Manscaped has got you covered. Please, gentlemen, let's do it. Look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, make money. Manscaped is on the way to help you out with the lawnmower 3.0. Makes it impossible to injure yourself in the area where it counts. The engineering team is obsessed over technology developments to provide you the best tools ever for your grooming experience. Their children, they don't remember their children's names. They're getting divorces left and right. They're spending so much time on this technology. And guess what? I've experienced that on my own. It's worth it. Who needs a family when you can have precision tools for your family jewels? They got a light on there, flashlight. So if you're, you know, if you're a danger guy, you can do it in the dark. You can do it in the shower, they're waterproof, water resistant, they got bombs, they got anti-chafing creams, they got all kinds of stuff. And best thing is, you get 20% off and free shipping if you use the code armchair at manscaped.com. Armchair at manscaped.com.
1: Speaking of betting, which we had been doing earlier, you know the over under right now is forty five points. Where do you go? I'm going under. 45. You're going to go under? Yeah. Just because it's, a, it's just because first game of the year?
0: Yeah, I think that. And just what I said before, I think the Steelers have a little bit of a turn. Like, Ben's not just going to come in there and light the world on, on fire. I mean, I hope he does. And, and legitimately, there is a chance because that giant secondary, they don't have anybody who can run with Chase Claypool. Like, they don't have somebody who's going to cover Deontay one-on-one the whole game. So you really could start with, hey, your bomb to James Washington at the beginning could open the floodgate. So the talent is there to put up the numbers against this team. I just sort of think it might be slow going. Ben says he's going to be shaking like a leaf. He's got some nerves for this game. He cares. We know that. He starts a little bit slowly. So um, we'll see how that works. And by the way, it's not always that slow. You know, when they played Washington – oh my gosh, four years ago, look, they're playing another NFC East team. So four years ago, he lit it up with a bunch of deep touchdowns on, remember they were throwing deep bombs on fourth and one to AB and scoring touchdowns left and right. We saw them play the Browns like the year before that. They scored like 28 points in the first half. So it has been done before, but when I've seen it, you know, work for them really well in the first week, there's been some familiarity there. So we'll see. I I, I, am by no means ruling that out, I just might not predict that for week one. And I have a really hard time seeing this Steelers defense, who also gets off to slow starts, I have a hard time uh, seeing them let the Giants go up and down the field and score on them repeatedly.
1: I think that the Steelers are going to have to score over 45 points because I think it's going to be a shutout. (laughs) They're going to have to score over 45 points? Well, then they'd only need to score two points. No, I want to beat the the line is 45 points. The Uh, over-under is 45 points. I'm not a math guy.
0: What can we say? I think you're right. You know what? i take that bet, and i make that bet on betonline.ag. Steel men for 45. Put them down, Fred, or 40, 46, 47, whatever you need to put down. But BetOnline's got you covered. They've got the best lines, the best odds for their upcoming games and matches that you're going to see in the NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC, et cetera, et cetera. They also got hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. I think we need to start submitting some props to these guys because we got ideas, people. Where's that first bomb going to? Washington, according to Steelers Outpost. Visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online wagering
1: experts. Do you find it weird having the piped-in crowd noise so are you, are, you, are you any kind of sense with these empty stadiums
0: No, I actually don 't find it weird it's, it's bizarre how normal it is watching these games. The cameras are avoiding you know the angles of the stands when they can. Of course, you catch some angles of the stand of the stands and it's it's like comical right when you see there's nobody in there, but it just feels like you 're watching a normal NFL game i 've kind of been on board for the fake crowd noise since the soccer teams were trying it. You remember we talked about it on the podcast way back in the early summer. So I haven't minded it at all. Um, I know Kyle Shanahan said it's a unique form of human torture uh, in some of the stadiums because apparently they just keep it at like a certain decibel level and it never fluctuates and it just stays there the whole time. So for the players and stuff, it's a little weird. But uh, I know the Kansas City crowd did a good job making some noise. That stadium captures noise very nicely, but they did a good job in that uh, NFL opener. Where the Chiefs just trounced the Texans, right? So, hasn't uh, been very bothersome for me. I don't know what about you?
1: Yeah, they do a pretty good job. I mean, the first game obviously we watched was Kansas City, and what I'd really like to, I'd like to have been there to hear what thirteen thousand people sound like in a big empty bowl. I mean, it, was it loud enough to yeah. get your juices flowing, or what? More importantly, we had we did draft our fantasy team, and there may be nothing better in life than having a ten team league because you're dra- huh. you don't even turn around and you're drafting again so we the homers that we are have three starting we have four steelers three of whom we're starting ben oh yeah boswell connor and we have um deontay johnson on the bench we're getting crushed oh no oh, we have Claypool. we got Chase Claypool. Well.
0: We got so we have five well, yeah. five
1: steelers we're getting crushed right now 26 to 69 we only have four players left, as does our opponent, but we do have our four Steelers yet to play, play tomorrow. So, oh, we have oh, all of our way, all of our running backs <laughs> plus Saint, plus uh, Barkley. Unfortunately, that's where we're going to get killed because I think yeah, he's, he's going to get, get like yards. fifty yards.
0: So, uh, I guess we're kind of just want to wrap up here. What we're going to try to do is, hopefully, after the game, it really depends on timing. We want to try to get a podcast out maybe that night or early the next morning so you can get a recap, kind of our instant reaction, and then maybe on next week's podcast, after we have a chance to kind of digest what we saw, we'll tweet some stuff out maybe, put a video out or something like that. Then we will... uh, Then we will... What's going on over there? (laughs) Sorry. He's doing the running, man. He's so psyched, man. Who's more psyched, you or me? I don't know. But either way, um, that's kind of our plan for the programming I know this was kind of scattershot, we didn't really have an organized like breakdown of position by position but I feel like we touched on a lot of things listen, the, the Giants have a lot of talent, a lot of pedigree on their defensive line They got three or four guys who were drafted within the first or second round so that may prove to be a little bit more challenging than people are expecting we know Gettleman, their GM really believes in building from the trenches, he's obsessed with that and he's been doing a good job Granted, the offensive side uh, for them is suffering because the injuries. But they have some good defensive linemen. But as far as linebackers, safeties, and cover guys go, Steelers have a big advantage. We all know about the Steelers personnel. We've talked about that ad nauseum. So then on the offensive side, like we said, I mean, two major playmakers. I mean, Saquon Barkley is is just a football god incarnate. But how much is he going to be able to do with the poop offensive line? Well, watch out, because he can rip off an 80-yard touchdown at any time. Daniel Jones, like we said, this is not a check down Charlie. He will go downtown. He could run for 50 yards in a game. I mean, he can run as well and can extend plays. He can do a lot of stuff. Evan Ingram, very capable tight end. Shepard, Tate, uh, Slayton. Who else do they have? Who's the other starting receiver? Uh, Not another starting, but... um, yeah, they got guys. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. They got Deion Lewis as their second running back. So a bunch of fast, quick guys there. But, um, you know, how much will you be able to do under the onslaught of the Steelers defense? I think that they'll be okay. What's, do you want to make a, a prediction?
1: 28 13 Steelers.
0: Yeah, I'm going 24 uh, 13 Steelmen. What? Yep.
1: How'd you get 24? The feel a little... Yeah, three tutties okay. and a field goal. All right. There, all there's right.
0: a lot of ways to get to 24. Who knows? 12 Visit
1: the website, steelersoutpost.com. Check us out on Instagram at Steelers Outpost. Hit us up on Twitter at Steelers Outpost or shoot us an email at steelersoutpost.gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Until Soon? Tuesday. Go Steelers.
0: Okay, bye-bye.